podcast, Overcoming My Narcissism, is a journal of my journey in an attempt to manage my narcissism. I am doing this to help document my progress in this attempt. Having you, my listeners, actively involved in this topic will help me and others. I am not a doctor or a medical professional in any way. I am a podcaster expressing my thoughts. Do not take anything heard or presented here as medical or treatment advice. I do hope to be able to overcome my narcissism and help other narcissists in society in general accept narcissistic personality disorder, NPD, as much as they do alcoholism or drug addiction. A treatable problem, once recognized and admitted to by the patient, followed with proper treatment and support. Thank you for joining me for Overcoming My Narcissism. It's been a little bit since we've talked. I've been extremely busy. Um, I actually still have six or seven episodes in the queue to go from, like I say, narration to script to proofreading to presenting to to everyone. But I'm doing this one off the cuff today. Straight to you. No editing. You're going to get some ums and ahs and some long pauses. But as this progression goes on and this overcoming my narcissism it's interesting i'm beginning to see things and identify things not always in time sometimes i'm reacting and going "Ooh, i shouldn't have done that but i had a really good session this week with my therapist and discussing my relationship and it's in itself created some worries uh just personally whether or not going to make it there's a lot of stresses that are involved with my relationship that are even on this podcast i can't get into they're health related in that um, for both parties myself and her and it really adds a lot of stress but trying to learn to deal with that at this point in time she needs a lot of support from me and as a narcissist that sport is hard for me to find or hard for me to come by I always want to fix things. That's the narcissist in me. I want to make things right because I can do that. That's, again, NPD talking. I don't know how to sit there and listen and show compassion, which is, a th- you know, a, another trait of narcissism. Uh, that empathy isn't there. I don't know how to sit and listen. And when I tell myself to sit and listen, I'm not able to sit and listen I try to but there should be words there should be some sort of I understand I love you babe you know let's get through this let's I don't even know what the right words are at times and sometimes the frustration on her part just because of the illness is so much to overcome And she does her best to put on that happy front. She knows what I'm going through. And I believe, well, I know she is. She said it to me this week, that she's appreciative of these efforts. But sometimes life and yourself get in the way of being appreciative. I try, and I don't know how to cuddle anymore. And I, I want to, you know, I want to hold her at times. Just maybe that'll make it better. But in the years of our relationship, 
she's it sounds bad to say but she's been trained not to cuddle that i don't necessarily like to cuddle i do at times you know it's always been on my time this time it needs to be on her time and i don't know how to invite that and she doesn't know i think how to ask for it there's other stresses that come into it or i want to say things she you know she is having a bad day at work and I can see it because we're all working from home right now, at least in this household. Fortunately, um, her and I both have completed our shots and are looking forward to really rejoining the world. She's become a lot more of a re- less of a recluse after her first shot. And now that the second one's done, I think she's there's a sense of relief. It's really funny. You didn't think or I didn't see that in advance. But even after I got my first shot, we actually went and got our first shots together. And the, almost the moment it was done, it made us feel good. But with all of, I don't know why I went off on that road about the shots, but it does make you feel good. But being around each other and being in this house and not getting out a lot. And like I said, she's having a bad day at work. And then I come come home from being you know out, out doing things work-related because since I'm self-employed, I have to drum up my own business. I have to go out and do things. And it, I'm not totally self-dependent on myself. I've got some outside-the-home contract jobs that I've got to go do. And I come home and she says, you know, how are you doing? Or how was work? And, oh, it was it was good. And then I go into a whole five-minute dissertation of everything that went wrong and she doesn't need that i just need to be how how was work oh it was good had a couple hiccups but you know we're we're getting through it this is this is a new thing i'm learning and once i learn it i'm good but john doesn't know how to do that john's never done that john likes to talk but in i know full well that i should talk to her about it last night i produced another podcast and that was on my mind a couple of things to go with it things to react and do and what happened is she had had a really good meeting with somebody at her office they do these virtual things all the time and she met somebody new and was kind of excited about it there were some similarities between her and her her and my girlfriend's best friend and it was she was kind of enjoying to tell me about it. I don't know how that conversation ended. I don't know if I actually responded or cool or I didn't. I know in the conversation I wanted to respond, but I was looking for the right words. But something tells me I never did respond. I think I just couldn't come up with something. She stopped her speaking. I didn't respond. I got up and took it as an opportunity to leave. And as I was recording last night, I said to myself, oops, maybe I should have paid attention. And I made some notes on my notepad of things that were brought up in that conversation and how to go back and try to bring up that, that to show some level of support. And it didn't happen. I mean, went, got done with it, went out. She was feeling a little bit ill again. I tried to back my way back into that story, but... It was too late. It was gone. 
it's good that I'm recognizing this stuff. My therapist feels that it's good that I'm recognizing this stuff. She feels it's good that I'm recognizing this stuff. The problem is I need to recognize this stuff quicker as it's happening. Um, I guess even with that conversation about the new friend, it would have it was happening, but I didn't follow through. So I don't know. I'm beginning to recognize, I'm beginning to see where my narcissism creeps in. But the hard thing is now, like I said, I'm trying to unlearn a lot of what 50 years has instilled in me. And that's adding a whole other aspect, which we'll get into another episode, that 50-year mark. But trying to unlearn all of those narcissistic tendencies, or at least learning to recognize them, that's the hardest I think that might even be harder is knowing when they're happening and what they are because they're so ingrained in me. It's, you know, goes together. I don't know, like, you know, milk and cereal or pick your whatever comparison. It just works. Peanut butter and jelly, chocolate and peanut butter, as the orange candy company says. It, that just, that's just how I, I respond and I work and live and I need to get beyond that. But now I'm beginning to see as the fall happens, going back to the old peanut butter cup commercials as the chocolate and peanut butter are combining that how I need to avoid that because not everybody likes chocolate and peanut butter. And in this case, the majority of the world doesn't like chocolate and peanut butter or that's a talking about the majority of the world doesn't like narcissists. And I'm trying to learn how not to flow and be like that uh, and to, like I say, listen and try to carry on a conversation. It took three or four weeks of, quote, homework with my therapist where we'd leave the session and I was assigned, come up with five questions to ask me, not something that you would gain from just five general questions. It took me three weeks to even come up really with one that I wasn't getting personal interest out of. I asked about housing because I'm into architecture a little bit on the side. I, and coincidentally, they're building a house. So there were some questions to follow up, but that was feeding me and feeding my knowledge of, what do you want to say, architecture and waiting for me to instill some of my genius on home construction, which I've learned from this old house, and that's about it. Can I say Norm Abram, Bob Vila, they're all this old house. Maybe a little bit of Tim the Toolman Taylor and some YouTube videos, but that's I, I was looking for an opportunity to impart that wisdom, not to the somebody who's put building a you know, probably quarter million dollar home that should know everything. I wanted to impart whatever I thought I knew that they could benefit. That was wrong. But like I said, it took over three, pushing four weeks to be able to sit down and have that casual conversation. And I'm working on it as I'm out doing some of these contract jobs that expose me to other people. I'm trying to pay attention to my words. I'm trying to pay attention to the other people. I'm trying to carry on those conversations. So I guess this episode's a little bit more about me, and I don't want to be patting on myself on the back. I mean, oh, wow, six months in, eight since official diagnosis, and 
a, you know, while of being aware of my NPD. I'm not there yet. Like I say, I don't think I ever will be. This is like, I compare it all the time to alcoholism and drug addiction. You're just trying to get over, get beyond, go for it, and remember what you're doing while the temptation's there. And unlike alcoholism or drug addiction, it's not the bottle in front of me, it's life in front of me because everything in life is my narcissistic canvas. And how do I manipulate it to work for me? And I had a really good conversation. And that's where we'll conclude it is that I had a really good conversation with my fiance slash girlfriend the other night. We talked about some constructive things, some things that some worries she has about me business wise, how what I'm doing scares her. And I've known that all along. She's a very... Um, she likes comfort. She likes knowing. I like risk. I'm a risk taker. I've always been a risk taker. Part of that narcissism. I, no, Nothing will fail me. And I'm somebody who, honestly, it usually goes right for me. Yeah, like I say, there'll be a hiccup in that. For her, she's somebody that, if it can go wrong, it'll go wrong no matter how bad, you know, or how good the situation is. But we're working, and we were talking, and it felt really good not to manipulate the conversation she was even saying i don't want to make you mad saying this and i'm saying go ahead and tell me that we're having a conversation and never did i get mad never did i rebut she never did rebut we did have constructive a constructive conversation and when i told my therapist about that this week she asked how did it make you feel and i never really thought about it till she asked me that question two days after and I said to myself, actually made me feel pretty good. I felt we accomplished something. We were able to do that. And then unbeknownst to my fiance, I sat down yesterday. I bought a software program a year ago, almost a year ago to the day, on making planners. And I mean, there's thousands of different planners in that. And I finally, as a way to, I want to say, the idea was to prove to her what I'm actually doing with the business. Instead, as I assembled it, and this is assembling a goal calendar, and I printed out a yearly one and made goals for the next six months. Uh, you know, I know what the ultimate goal is. I didn't write it down. And then I went back and I printed out a monthly one. And for the next two months, I have goals written out. And it's in order to achieve the bigger goals that are on the yearly calendar. And then I went and did a weekly one. I did not do a daily one, but I did the weekly one. So I have goals written out and how to get to them. And, of course, I started with the yearly calendar. And then I went to the monthly calendar. Then I went to the weekly calendar. And I realized in order for me to make these goals, there's a lot of work on my part. And I can see where the worry is from her. At some point, maybe later today, maybe tomorrow, I'll tell her and I'll talk to her about this. And we'll see how it goes. But I'm really glad we had that conversation. It gave a good conversation to me. We got vented some things that needed to be vented. We talked about things that needed to be talked about. And ultimately, I ended up doing this goal calendar and created some of the goals. And I, I don't know. Ironically, today... 
I'm going to have to go back and alter the goal calendar because a goal I set for two months ago was achieved today. Probably, I guess, realistically, will be achieved tomorrow when all the paperwork's done. So since I achieved that goal two months earlier, I'm going to slightly alter. It'll, that's going to alter two other goals on, on that calendar. But it's progress. And I would have never put that calendar together. I would have never listened to the conversation we had that caused me to put that con- calendar together if I hadn't become started to become aware of my narcissism and do something to help myself and now i'm beginning to see where this treatment and where this arguing or not not arguing where this treatment's actually going and how it's benefiting me which of course makes me feel good because that obviously feeds my narcissism a little bit because i need to feel good and know i'm accomplishing something but now that it's in writing i know what my workloads are and that's one reason I'm sitting down doing this podcast today. I probably would have put it off if it wasn't on my goal chart to get a podcast out to you today. And that's why I'm doing it. I'm going to take this weekend. I'm going to work on those scripts that have been sitting on my desk for a month and get those proofread and rewritten and ready to talk to you. But then again, if this podcast comes out pretty good, I might catch up on those. and Everything's going to be live and talk to you this way. That was my original plan for this podcast and right now i'm really liking talking to you about it but again thank you for joining overcoming my narcissism find us at the website overcomingmynarcissism.com it'll take you to our facebook page the back episodes just about anything related to the show we're going to start expanding some things there but my call to action for you, or CTA as it's called in the podcast and marketing industry, is go to the website and you know just check out Overcoming My Narcissism. And if you really like it, go to the Facebook page, Overcoming My Narcissism, and give us a like and a follow or whatever you want to call it. Uh, subscribe or follow the show, depending on what your app calls it. And I look forward, really look forward to the next episode. This one's been fun. Thank you.